Hello and welcome to the Right House Group Podcast, where we focus on everything related to real estate in North Texas. We aim to answer some of the most common questions that we're coming across in today's market. Well, it's been a while since we've checked in and it seems like interest rates are trending up and they seem to be dancing a little bit back and forth. And Brian, I thought maybe it'd be good to check in with you on where they were a week ago, where they are today, and and potentially what might the future hold for interest rates and, and buying new homes. Yeah, since Christmas, interest rates are up about 2%. Uh, they were kind of the high twos around Christmas. They're the high fours now, continuing to head up. You know, everybody knew they were going to move up. I think the biggest shock factor is how fast. Uh, that's the hardest part. And so, you know, that's the discouraging part for people that are pre-approved, buying houses, it's changing the payment, and the approval amount a lot on them. And then, you know, as a mortgage advisor, it's really hard to control when things are moving two or three or four times a week. So the conversation on Monday isn't the same on Thursday. And it's just, it's very hard uh, to navigate that piece. So we're just trying to set proper expectations with everybody. Um, and we're giving a lot more indicators of what people can look at at the house to pay attention to the direction that it's going very similar to kind of like watching the Dow Jones. If it goes up, it's in green. If it goes down, it's in red. So letting people pay attention to it a little bit more on their own, just to protect uh, where th- things are at. So historically, they're still good compared to where they were Christmas, not so good. Um, I think they'll continue to head in that direction to try to head off inflation. And we'll just kind of see where the back half goes. Well, historically, Brian, where do where do we think that things could max out at? I mean, the 80s, we were in the teens. I don't know if we would get that high, but like worst, best case, worst case. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason you had the teen stuff in the 80s is because that was kind of like isolated mortgages were new. Not a lot of people were in the game. And so it's it a specialty. This is an inflation thing. So I think everything uh, is going to go up and they're trying to really head it off. And so I think once they get it under control um, with all the other variables, it will slow down. But I think that's probably a six to 12 month deal. But I could see them realistically uh, getting into the sixes, maybe the low sevens if things don't get under control, um, which is the purpose of all the rate hikes. And then of course, after that, you know, once they get it under control and inflation comes down and they start to control it, of course, it will slow down spending, which slows down GDP, which causes things to recede, aka a little mini recession. And then at that point in time, what will they do to help that out? They'll lower rates. So uh, we'll see collectively, but I don't think it's going to get double digits for sure. Well, I guess the good news is with higher interest rates, there's probably less buyers out there and, and the market's less competitive. Is that, has that been the case? That was a um, joke I was setting you up. Donald. Yeah, no, because there's no alternative. So people are still out there. It's really more of a mental thing than it is a hard stop. I haven't seen very much slowdown on my side. Donald, what are you seeing on yours from rates? No, no slowdown at all. So it's still, there's still very little inventory and the, the little inventory that is out there um, is still getting multiple offers. Things are moving really quick. So, so we're not seeing the slowdown. Um, and, and the one thing that, you know, that I keep trying to remind people is that, um, yes, rates have you know, gone up some, but historically the rates are still very low. And so some people are, are you know, seeing that and said, okay, that makes sense. And, that, and there are some people that, that maybe may venture just get out of the market temporarily. But my personal opinion is, is, that, is that if they do that, they're going to come back into a market where prices are still going to be high 
and those rates might even be higher. So I'm not sure what advantage someone has by saying I'm going to wait or hold off. So. Well, they, they don't because all they look at one side of the coin. So the bad part of inflation on rates is they go up. The good part of inflation on owning a home is it adds about an extra 2% ROI. So if you got a $500,000 place, you're going to make an extra 10K a year. Yes, that payment will cost you an extra 200 a month, but your net net, you're still going to make money. So people have to see that to your point. So they just don't see one side of the coin stop because of the rate. Yeah. Have either of you guys seen this happen where someone gets an offer accepted and before they can lock in a rate, they can't afford the home anymore? I mean, what happens in that situation? Well, I, mean, I guess I would say that like in the market that I work in, I've not seen that. And, and, I, and I guess what I mean by that is that most people aren't maxing out what they can buy. Like you know, most people are buying way under what they can quote unquote afford. And so and that's another reason why we're not seeing much of a slowdown is because, you know, a lot of people that, that, that I represent, you know, rates going up a little bit, it's not going to prevent them from buying a home because they are, they're buying so far under what they can afford that it's not going to change a whole bunch for them. So I, I personally haven't, haven't seen that, but I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it happens. Like if someone's buying a $300,000, $350,000 home and this, the rate's going up from 3% to 5% like they have. I mean, I'm not sure what the numbers are, are, are like, but I'm, I'm, there's some of those people that probably can't afford homes anymore. Yeah, I think some people are on the edge and it messes with their, pro, you know, their qualification component, you know, staying proactive and letting them know where the ceiling is, is important. Most of the time, if somebody gets there and it tips the scale, there's a way for them to get, get it back. It might be a little more money down. It might be paying down a credit card. It might be refinancing a car to get the note down to get it back under the radar. But rarely is the rubber band stretched so, 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 so far the whole way that that 1% or 2% is just the end of the road for them. I'm sure it happens to Donald's point. I don't see it quite that much. Um, but if it does, there's always to get a way to get it back. It might not be what the client wants to do, but if it's that or the house, there's always ways to restructure it. Today, I've been chatting with Donald Wright of the Wright House Group of Compass Real Estate and Brian McCauley. For all your mortgage needs or to connect with Brian, please visit dallasmortgagenews.com. You can connect with Donald at info at righthousegroup.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew for Brian and Donald saying thank you for stopping by.